Hey, welcome to the Relentless Positivity Podcast. I'm your host, Joe Martin. Got another great guest for you today. So we got Rick Ornelas. He is a best-selling author. He's a professional coach, and he's the founder of iSpark Change. And that's something you're going to hear more about later, but I can't wait for you to hear more about it. It's, it's trying to change the world. So he's teaching people to, to expand their social impact and spread positive change around the world. We need more people like him. So Rick, thanks for being here. Hey, Joe, it's a pleasure to be here. Thank you very much for having me um, on the show. Really oh, absolutely. It. So we'll just uh, let's just get it right into it. So uh, tell people your story, kind of how you got to this point in your life right now. Well, geez, that's a loaded question. But <laughs> the, to, to explain it in, in simplified form for your listeners, it, it really goes back to, uh, to 2020 to, you know, just a couple years ago, around this time when quarantine started and the world shut down and everybody was kind of anxious and, and fearful of what the future held. And, and that's what happened to me. I mean, I, I kind of went into a bad place for a short while because I, my business slowed way down. I didn't have any revenue coming in. I was you know, unsure what I was going to do to pay my bills and take care of my family. And after a few weeks, I, I realized that I was, you know, heading down a, a bad road and that I knew better than I knew better than that, you know, that I, I coach people on to be better than that. And so I, I, I wrote a blog about using the time as an opportunity. And then I decided to take my own advice and, and I started writing a book that had been in my head for 20 years. And, and when I was writing, I went through this really kind of intense period of spiritual connection where I felt as if I was, um, the story was just being downloaded to me and I was just typing and, and my writing flourished from, you know, 500 words in a day to over 2000 in a couple hours. And, and I started having just this flood of ideas and dreams and visions and felt this calling to do more. And that's where I had this uh, idea for I spark change. That's where the, I had the idea to, to create this community, to start, um, having a bigger impact and essentially doing more. Like I, I felt that I wasn't really doing enough that I, you know, had been given these ideas and this gifts, these gifts, and that I wasn't using them to their full potential and that I had to do, you know, do more with it. And, uh, and that's where, that's where I created I spark change. And I mean, I finished my book and got that out there and, and started I spark change in the fall of uh, 2020. And, that's what I've been working on growing since then. It's just building that community, increasing impact and affecting others uh, across the world as best as we can. And, um, and just trying to make a, make a difference. That's awesome, man. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, tell us about the book, 12 Hours of Heaven is the name of the book. So tell us a little bit more about what that and how people can get it as well. So the, the book is, uh, it's on, it's on Amazon. It's on Goodreads, Google, it's on all the platforms. The, the subtitle is uh, lessons for a better world. So 12 hours of heaven lessons for a better world, if they're searching for it. And it, it is a fictional story um, about an angel that is sent down from heaven. And uh, he finds himself trapped in an elevator with 10 individuals, complete strangers. And they're, they're trapped for 12 hours overnight. Hence the title. And during that time, he's able to help them with the biggest challenges that they're each facing in their lives. And, and these become these lessons that they learn. And he learns some along the way because he's growing as well. Um, and it was inspired by, um, as I said, it was, you know, it was about 21 um, 
almost 22 years ago, was inspired by this accident that I had been in back then. Um, and when I was, you know, a young father and I had two, two daughters at the time, I now have three and they're all grown, but, but I had two young daughters and, and my wife and we were living in Southern California and we were driving back from this birthday party on a Sunday afternoon, a couple hours south of where we lived. And it started to rain really hard. And we had contemplated pulling over, but it was getting late and it was a Sunday and we didn't want to you know, drive in the dark in that situation. And so we decided to continue slowly and, and you know, or foolishly. And I, I ended up hydroplaning and losing control of the vehicle. And we, we spun out of control four lanes to the left. And then we were about to hit the center divider and I'm screaming and my wife's screaming and I'm trying to steer and, and not knowing what to do in that situation. I'm trying to remember what I learned in driver's education and what you're supposed to do and you know, when you're skidding or, or out of control. And for some, whatever reason, we don't hit the center divider. We're, we're, we're literally like, I see it bearing down. We're probably inches from hitting it and we don't. And we spin back the other direction, just spinning 360 degrees. And then we end up going across the four lanes off the shoulder and up a dirt embankment and we hit a brick wall and we flip over and completely flip over and land back on the wheels. Oh, wow. And, and the windshield is smashed down to our faces and, and the glass cars filled with glass and the right side glasses all shattered and just cars dirt everywhere. And um, I, I checked my kids who had been in their car seats asleep and, and they're awake crying, but they're okay. And my wife's okay. And we crawl out of the, the vehicle out of my door and we she sits on the side of the freeway there and and uh, this this elderly couple had pulled over they had witnessed the whole thing and and the um the lady grabs this big blanket and wraps for my wife and my wife's just holding my daughters and, and sobbing and thanking god and and i'm talking to the gentleman and he tells me it's the most incredible thing he had ever seen in his life and and that he thought we were for sure killed um and and even when we you know i went to get the some things out of the car the next day on the tow truck. The, the guy at the tow truck place didn't believe me when I went to pick it up because he thought that I was dead or, or in the hospital when he, by the looks of the car. And, and I, I say that because all this was the, the inspiration for the book because my mom and, and others were saying, you know, hey, you had, you had a guardian angel. You had something protecting you in that, in, in that accident, protecting all of you that you guys were not you know, killed or, or severely injured. And, and during this time of reflection, I went through this period of a couple months of just intense reflection of what had happened. And one day as I'm sitting in my car, staring at this little guardian angel pin that my mom had given me to put in the new car to protect me. Um, the idea for my book hit me like I had just watched it in a movie, like I had just seen it. And it, the whole the whole movie came, became very clear. The whole book became very clear. And I thought it was pretty special. And I said, I should write this. And I wrote about a page and then went back to life. And then it yeah. wasn't until 2020 that I said, hey, I need to, I need to write this story. And you know, people are searching for some inspiration. And I needed inspiration at that time. And so, and that's where the, that was the whole, the whole genesis of the book and, and where it all came from. Wow. That's amazing, man. I can, I can picture the car crash in my head and just you walking away from that. It's just amazing. With your family, it's you know, twice as scary when you get your family, especially little kids in there. So amazing. yeah, they were, they were a little bit, they were one and four at the time. And, wow. and, you know, they were frightened. Um, my, I remember we went to the, we went in an ambulance to the, um, 
to the hospital and the ER doc, he, he, he didn't even want to check them out. He's like, they're fine. They're, you know, they're kids, they're fine. And I, you know, kind of forced him to check them out and they yeah. did, you know, <clears throat> scan them all up and down. And, but when we went out, so I was like, okay, was it really that big of a deal? But then my sister came to pick us up and give us a ride home. And my little one uh, who was one, Kinsey, um, she wouldn't get in the car. She started yeah. crying and throwing a fit and didn't want to get back in the car. And that's where I knew it was pretty traumatic experience for them. Absolutely, man. So hey, sometimes these books take a while. My, my book took me you know, off and on, you know, five, six, seven, maybe 10 years. If I think about it, you know, the whole thing. So sometimes you just got to get it. And once you get going, keep that momentum going. So you got it written, got it out there. And then it leads to I spark change. So let's get into that. Let's, let's get in war. What, what exactly it is first. Let's start there. Yeah, it, it it's interesting. Um, Joe, because when I, when I was writing this theme of sparking change kept coming into my head, you know, I said, I was having a lot of ideas and a lot of dreams and, you know, the creative juices are flowing as you're writing as you, you know, you would know being an author and, and I, this, this idea of sparking change and, and knowing and seeing all the things that were going on in the world at that time, the world was kind of in a bad place besides the pandemic. There was you know, there was um, other issues going on throughout the world in, in the middle of the summer of 2020. And, and so it was just kind of crisis mode, if you will. And all those were, I, it was like my writing fuel. It was this inspiration to, hey, we need to spark some change. We need to make the world better. And, and so I did kind of weave that theme throughout the book. It is woven throughout the book about that sparking change. Yes, it is. And and as I said, I, I felt like this intense calling that I had to do more with it, that I couldn't, I couldn't just let the book be on its own and then just stand alone. And, and so I, I said, all right, I'm going to create this organization. And the first thing I did was I, I hadn't told anybody about what was going on with me during that period of writing, because it lasted like six weeks where I was just so connected and focused and, and I didn't even tell my wife. And then afterward, I felt this urge to tell everybody. So I told a few people close, you know, kind of safe. Yeah. And then and then I just put a video and shared it with everybody, put it on Facebook and it was viewed like thousands of times. And people were like, hey, this is great. You know, we want to learn more. So then I was like, okay, now I need to get, you know, the ball rolling here. So I created iSpark Change and I talked to some different people who had created you know, nonprofits and other organizations and groups. And, and I created it just with the intent of, of spreading positive change. And that's what we started doing. So I started just sharing on social media, different inspiration and motivation and building this community on through our website, isparkchange.com. And then on, on social media, Facebook group, Instagram, things like that. And then as I started to grow it, you know, being a business coach for, for years, I was, I was kind of pulled in two different directions. You know, I'm like, Hey, I need to do this. I, I want to work on this. And I need to work on this at the same time. You know, I need to my, my business was starting to come back, clients and everything. So I had to serve them. And then I realized that they, they really go hand in hand because a big part of what I always saw for iSpark Change was having that impactful component. And I didn't really know a lot about social impact, honestly. I mean, I was, it was all very new to me, but I knew it was kind of an up and coming area and growing and the awareness of social impact had been growing. And as I did more research and learned more, I said, this is completely in line with what iSpark Change is all about. And I kind of tweaked our purpose from just being about positive change to you know, elevating social impact, empowering others to, 
to connect and elevate their social impact. And that's where it really crystallized that that's what it's all about because it's, it's one thing to say, Hey, we want to make the world better, right? Hey, let's make the world a better place. But what does that look like? Yeah. What does that look like? And, And for me, I think a challenge for me for 20 years is I was sure I tried to be a good person and, you know, we volunteer or we do different things to, to help others, but I felt too small. I felt like, Hey, what, what am I doing to change the world? What am I doing to make a difference? And by adding that impact component and really showing anyone and everyone that every action that you do can be a, what we've coined the term, a spark moment that has that ripple effect that can be a positive or a negative ripple right. effect. Yeah. You know, just by smiling at someone that you, you pass in the grocery store, that could have a positive effect. That could totally change the outlook of their day. They could be at a very low point, you know, in their life or in their day. And so it just trying to make people aware that every, every act has that potential. And then when you have that awareness, then you start to, kind of think a little differently and you start to act a little differently. And I know for myself and many others, they said that that's had that, that impact on them, on them and their lives, that that's where I spark change has motivated them to, you know, quote unquote, be a better person, right. To, to make a, a, the world a better place. And I think that's, that's where it starts. And that's why the letter I is a very important component of spark change. You know, it's not just spark change or sparking change, but it's I, because it, it starts with the individual. It starts with all of us creating that change, making a difference and making the world better. It's awesome, man. Yeah. It, it, <laughs> it doesn't, you're, you're not saying, Hey, you have to go do these big grandiose things. Like you can smile at anyone in the grocery store. Right. So that's, what's, mm-hmm. that's why if people want to get involved, how do they get involved? They say, well, you know, maybe, well, maybe I can smile at some people. How do I get involved <laughs> in this? Yeah. As far as getting involved, there's, there's a couple ways. And I appreciate that you asked because people, People don't know where to start. It's just like me, right? I didn't know where to start. And for years, it was like, hey, where do you start? You know, you just kind of hear about something. You're like, oh, yeah, I'll go do that. Or, oh, someone's doing volunteer on Thanksgiving. Yeah, sure. Let's go feed the, you know, feed the homeless. And and it, I bring up those kind of charitable endeavors because that was what I gravitated to. That's what a lot of people kind of equate with. Oh, that's what makes a difference. But there's plenty of things you can do every day, like we were just talking about. So the ways to get involved are follow us on social media. We have a very active Instagram, um, our Facebook group, Instagram, you'll see daily motivational content, inspirational content. You'll see um, different uh, quotes and you'll see ways on how you examples of how you can spread change. Uh, We spotlight, um, we have what we call social impact spotlights, where each week we highlight someone that is doing some a person or organization or group that is doing some kind of positive uh, work or positive actions to make the world better. So we'll spotlight them to make more people aware of what they're doing so that it helps them grow. It helps people see, oh, yeah, that's someone that I like that I want to follow. And um, and then they can go to our website, icesparkchange.com, and they can join the community and we have a monthly newsletter. There's no spam. There's no anything. We have a monthly newsletter. But what that community is the early foundations of is what we want to evolve it into the world's first central hub social media platform where it's connecting all these individuals, a place where anybody can go and say, hey, 
if I want to see people that are doing positive work that are having an impact in the world, they're going to be on iSpark Change. They're going to be part of this, this social media hub because it doesn't exist. You know, right. there's plenty of platforms. There's millions of groups on um, or over, over a billion groups on Facebook and everything. But if you want to find like, oh, hey, let me you know, see what's going on in my area or across the world, or let me learn more about, you know, humanitarian efforts or animal rights or just all these things. There's not one central place to, to research all that. I mean, you can do Google searches, but that requires a lot of time and work. And if you, if you just had everything in one central place where you could be matched up and find these things and learn about them, then that's what we, that's our goal for evolving IceBark change into that community. Um, where, you know, our goal is in the next five years to have a billion people on that platform to be connecting wow. and empowering a billion people. And people, people tell me, you know, you can tell me your opinion, Joe, but people say, oh, wow, billions, you know, really big, like that's a B, you know, that, that's a lot of, that's a lot of people. And I say, well, you know what, during pandemic, TikTok grew to 2 billion in a year during pandemic, because people were sitting at home bored. And so why couldn't, in five years, why couldn't IceBark change grow to a billion people that are, you know, want to make the world better, that want to improve things in some way? Why not? Why not you, man? Someone's got to do it. Yeah, why not exactly. you? Exactly. Right? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Why, why not, not you? me? So, that's why I was like, hey, why not me? Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah, I'll, it. I'll start it. And then, it, it, you know, there's a lot of people and, you know, I appreciate people like you that have um, platforms to spread some positivity and, and share the messages of others. And, you know, we're doing the same thing. We, we launched a, a podcast just a month and a half ago to do the same thing, to spotlight others, share what they're doing and the good work that they're doing. And um, it just takes more and more and more people doing that to build IceBark Change, to, to make the world better. You know, it's not about us. It's just about all these actions will make the world a better place. Right. I think people like yourself and, and me, that, that's why I started mine is I think people see all this negativity and they're wanting to combat that and do something about it and turn this thing around and start getting these positive messages out there because all you see on the news is the negativity, right? So, so people like you, uh, people would prefer that, right? We don't want negative things in our life, but that's just what we're force fed. So uh, what, what are the numbers right now? What, what number are you sitting at around now for the community? So our community is somewhere over around 30,000. Okay. Um, yeah. So we're, I mean, you know, we're growing slowly. We grow every Every day we grow a little bit on, you know, through social media and in the community. And, um, you know, we, we, we'd like to be a lot bigger to, you know, kind of that critical mass where you can make a, you can make a little noise mm -hmm. um, and we're getting there. You know, we, we, we're just, we're getting there. We do, we do work every day to grow it and then do things like this every day to grow it. And so we, you know, we have no illusions that it's going to happen overnight. Um, and we know it's just going to take time and take yeah. work. And, and I'm, I, I made the commitment, I, you know, I, I was praying about all this when I, when I felt, okay, I need to start, create this ice spark change and everything. And, and I told God, I was like, Hey, I'm, I'm going to work on this till the day I die. You know, I'll, it, I'll, I'll keep working on it solo. If I have to, it'll be a right. lot nicer if there's other people <laughs> on board, right. It'll be a lot cooler if there's, there's a lot of other people that, that help and, you know, and kind of rallied to the, the cause. Um, but I, I mean, I'm, this is, I'll, I'll do this forever. So. 
Well, 30,000 is great, man. That's a great number to start with. So you can, you can yeah. keep growing that and, and word gets out and those 30,000 people have friends and family, they can spread it too. So that's, that's a great, great number right there. So um, some people say, man, that sounds pretty good. Look, we'll entice them. They can go to your website and they can get 25 transformational tips, transformational tips. You can just give them some great ideas. Uh, why don't you give people a few ideas that you can start with and then kind of give them a little teaser of that. So they need to go download that. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I appreciate you asking because um, there's, there's, um, it, it goes back to the people not really knowing what to do, mm-hmm. you know, people not knowing what to do. And I, I use, I've used the excuse, uh, excuse me, not excuse, I've used the, the example of smiling at a stranger because anybody can do that any day, any day of your life, you could do that, right? You could do that probably 10 times in a day, you know, depending on how much you get out. But, but there's a lot of things to just, to help to start with that individual. And that's why I call those 25 tra- ways to transform to a better you because it has to start inside. So one of them that I love is, is um, what I call the power of a personal pep talk. And that is research shows that if you actually talk to yourself in the third person, that your brain hears it a little differently and it helps to control your emotions a little, little differently. So if you were to say, you know, let's say, Joe, you're having a down day. You're like, Hey, Joe, I know this day has been tough, but, um, you know, but, but there's plenty of things to be positive and optimistic about. And, you know, let's look for those, you know, those positive things. And let's, let's, you know, think of some things that we're grateful for and, you know, verbalizing those things. So that's another way, practicing gratitude. That's a way that people can, can, you know, transform to a better you. I mean, that there's been thousands upon thousands of studies of the effects of gratitude. And that's one of the, the awesome ways that people can, um, can start to improve their, their mental outlook and then start to spread it to others. Um, another one that's, that's great is to, which really helped me, especially during that time of COVID or during that time of pandemic where I was like, okay, because before that I, I had that, that illusion of control. Like we all like to have like, oh, my life is I have control over this and this and that, and, you know, structure in my life and everything. And then that's taken, that's all taken away. And you're like, oh, well, I guess I never really had control in the that's first right, place, yeah. right? And so <clears throat> one thing uh, that's on the list is, is to acknowledge what you can and can't control. And, you know, a lot of people, it goes back to like the serenity prayer, you know, God grant me the grace to, you know, acknowledge things I can control and can't and, and know the difference. But but when, when you do that, it frees you from any unnecessary stress because so much of what we stress about are things that are completely outside of our control. Exactly. Yeah. Like, you know, if you're, if you, at that time for me, if you were locked in your house and, and you can't go outside, does, do you have any control over that? No. So to stress over it, it completely useless, right? All it does is affect your health, you know, change your mindset in a negative way. Like it, it doesn't, um, it, there's nothing positive that goes with it. So just making that simple acknowledgement. And then that leads to another one, which is um, looking for the opportunities in any situation. And that again is something that helped me at that time. So many of these on the list are things that I either have used in my life or that I was challenged with. And that's how, what got me through. Mm -hmm. Um, If not every single one of them, honestly, but, um, but one is, is looking for the opportunities in any situation. And for years, I was the individual that if something, you know, quote unquote, bad happened to me, then I would be like, oh, well, you know, why did this happen? And what, you know, and just kind of 
go on and on and on with the negativity about the situation. You know, why did I get in that car accident? Or why did I hurt my shoulder? Or why did this or why did that? And then when you change your mindset to really say, all right, well, what is this going to, what are the benefits that can come out of this situation? Hey, maybe I didn't like that car anyways. And the you know, car's totaled. Now I get a better car, right? Which happened with my daughter. You know, she had this piece of junk and then she hit a deer and it was totaled. She was all unhappy. And then it's like, well, you're going to get, and now she has a better car. She loves, right? And she's so much happy with that one. So it, it just, um, if you start to do that, it really starts to shift your mindset. Some of these things really start to shift your mindset to that positive mindset to where that becomes your kind of default. You, you just kind of stay in that all the time. It makes it more easy to spread that positive change to impact others and to make a difference. Yeah, there are some great tips in there. That's just a kind of a little, little sampler platter, like I said. So you need to get on there. <laughs> I guarantee there is at least one in that list that will help change your life. So you go, go get that I Spark Change. You can get that, get that free download. It comes right to your email. Um, so something else you do, you work with business leaders and help them make a positive impact. How, how can they actually make a positive impact, but still, you know, they got to make money. It's still going to help grow their business. So tell people a little bit about what you do with business leaders. Yeah, thank you for asking, Joe, because that's, as I said, that's what I've been doing for years. I've been working with, with um, you know, small, medium-sized businesses mainly in, in the growing and scaling their business. And, and really the way that I help them do it is by rather than, you know, kind of the old business mentality of, of having a successful business that kind of I grew up in, you know, 20, 30 years ago was it's business is all about profits, right? You mm -hmm. put the profits first and it's all about making money and you know, that's a successful business. But that has totally changed. That has totally changed in the business world of today. And now you have to put people in this order, people and purpose and then profits last. Wow. And so what I teach them is to, you know, take care of their people, whether, you know, they have a, a team of two or a team of, you know, 20 or 200 to, uh, take care of their people and empower their people and support their people and, and be good leaders to their people and then make their business about a purpose. So have a business with a purpose and impact like I spark change that, you know, and not every business is, you know, has a purpose. I mean, there are specific businesses like a, um, like a Tom shoes or something that they're created around a purpose, mm -hmm. which is great. And they're very successful in, in doing that. Any business can really have have success when they make it around their, about their people and their purpose. And what they find is that those are the secrets to success. If you go into your business with looking to help others, to serve others, to make your people better, to help your people grow and develop, then the profits come. They come naturally and, and in greater amounts than they would if you're just like, oh, no, money first, money first, money first. That is very short lived and that is transient. Like it can come and go, but the people and the, and the purpose that will last for a long time and you'll have a very successful business if you focus on that. That's right. And this isn't just Rick's opinion, by the way, on his website, it set a stat on there. 85% of executives believe that if you have a purpose-driven business, it's going to drive your profits up. So it's not Rick, just this, not just Rick, this 85% of the people out there. So he's put this into practice. That's what he does all day long, helping other businesses do that. So man, what a rewarding job, right? Help people make money and make a difference. That's, that's yeah, the idea of win-win, yes. right? It is. It is. And that, that really is the secret, Joe. The win-win is really the secret. It, it's, you know, one of my mentors taught me that a long time ago. And it, it's, you know, I mean, I call it a secret, but it, it, it's just, it seems so simple. 
you know, I mean, it was kind of doing to others, you know, taught to us 2000 years ago. Like, it's just, it's pretty simple. If you live life that way and, and you go out with that heart of service and creating that win-win, then it's going to be better for everybody. And, um, and yeah, and it's, it's been proven in research, you know, like you're, you're quoting from my website. So thank you for sharing that. And there's lots of other stats on there that support it because yeah, it's not my opinion. This has been changing for years and, and there's tons of research to support it. And, you know, beyond the business side, just like I said, just those tenants of doing unto others or paying it forward or giving back. And I mean, those are just kind of humanity, you know, um, of tenets of humanity that that if we live by the world that's gonna the world's gonna become a better place it'll that part will take care of itself yeah. you know it's like the profit for business you do the people and the purpose the profits are going to take care of itself right same thing in in just for for human beings you you take care of people and and purpose and impact and then the world's going to become a better place that's it. That's a simple formula, man. Why do we keep messing it up? Why do we always make it so make it keep it simple? So, Rick, thank you so much for what you're doing out there, man. I love it. I, this, like I said, it goes exactly in line with what we're doing here with this podcast and why I started this podcast. So, everybody needs to go pick up that book first of all, Twelve Hours of Heaven. You can find it wherever your books are sold out there, Amazon, all those good things. Um, definitely get involved. I spark change. It's not going to cost you a thing. Just go on there, become a part of the community, to find out how you can change the world. So, Rick, thank you for being that catalyst and sparking that change out there. Well, it's my pleasure, Joe. I appreciate you, you know, sharing this with your audience and your community. And, and thank you for having me on, you know, Relentless Positivity podcast, because I know you're doing, you're one of those people that I would call a social impact hero that is, is spreading positive change and making an impact. And so thank you for all the work you do too. Well, absolutely, man. Everybody go out there. Uh, I spark change, join that up, spread the word on this podcast, share this with somebody that maybe they'd be interested in joining the community. How about spread the word, do your part. Hey, we're going for a billion, man. We need your help. So go out there and get to work and we're going to keep sparking change. And Rick, I, I love keep up with you. So it's 30,001. So I'm part of the community now. So we'll keep this thing going forward. Awesome. Thank you very much, Joe. All right. We'll see you guys later. Spread the word. Wow. What a great episode. You share that with somebody. I'm going to share with you some awesome sponsors. McWilliams Marketing, they can help your business grow. Regardless of the size of the project, you're gonna get a solution that is specifically created for you and your business. No cookie cutter, one size fits approach here. So Amy and her band of fearless marketers can help you with all that stuff that you think you can do, but you're not really that good at it, you don't have time for it. They can do that, they're the experts. It's what they do. Web design, online conversion optimization, SEO, uh, graphic design, marketing, page management, all that stuff. Go let them do that. Don't handle that yourself. Go check them out at mcwilliamsmarketing.com. See what all they can do. They're amazing people. Teak Patnick with Patnick Realty. He really does it all in the real estate world. General real estate sales, acquisitions, property management, investments, all that good stuff. You're not just a transaction with Teak. He really wants to build a relationship for life with you. He has built his whole business on prayer, hard work ethic, honesty, and results. You can trust Patnick Realty with all your real estate needs. Hey, I trust my brother from another mother, Teak, and you should too. Give him a call, 256-694-0117, or email him at teak at patnickco.com. Hey, is your child struggling with math? Are you frustrated trying to help them? Then you need Mathnasium of Madison. They will meet your child where they are and help them get where they need to go. And they will do this in a positive and uplifting environment. You'll see measurable changes in attitude, confidence, and school progress. And go to their website, mathnasium.com slash madisonal, and sign up for the assessment. It is a risk-free and cost-free process that will tell you exactly where your child stands academically. Check them out again, mathnasium.com, madisonal. You know what you need in your life? Some apparel app. 
It's where I get all my t-shirts and the Hope Dealer stickers there and all my stuff over there. But you can brand just about anything you want there. Whether you have an idea of what you want or you have no idea where to start, they can help you. Go check out their website, apparelab.inc, I-N-K. You, or you can email them at theapparelab at gmail.com. Use a promo code RELENTLESS. Save yourself some money. Get some great products. Hey, these are awesome businesses. Go support them. They're out supporting positivity, and they will do you right. Have an awesome day.